invite you to join me in On Fire with Linda Fields. It's a movement designed to calibrate, validate, and activate men and women like you who love God, putting your God-inspired passions and plans into action to carry out your callings in all seven spheres of influence. That's business and economy, government, education, family, arts, media, and church. On Fire with Linda Fills exists to help you complete your God-given assignments with a community of kingdom connections. Whether it's increasing your current sphere of influence or changing paths to walk into your purpose, if you want to set the world ablaze through Christ's power, join the movement at www.onfire.global. What are the seven mountains and how do they make it relevant and possible in their lives? For me, Marina, the seven mountains gave a great description of mm -hmm. just the thoroughfares of where we do life. I've never thought of it that way. And so they are business, mm -hmm. government, education, right. family, arts, media, and religion. Lovely. So everybody's somewhere yes. in one or two of mm -hmm. those particular mountains. And this is where everything happens that we do in life. Yes. And so rather than just saying God is only in the religion mountain, mm -hmm. whether it's full-time missions right. or pastoring, that kind of thing. Whatever that entails. It's actually everywhere that we go as believers. These are the seven mountains. And our presence, when we carry the presence of the Lord, it transforms things. Mm -hmm. People learn of honesty. They learn of ways to relate to a coworker who's hurting. We're modeling what it is to live like Jesus in those seven mountains. So I like to think of it as impacting the seven mountains. Very good, and very good. as we advance, because we hold answers and solutions, mm -hmm. the, the rest of the world around us may not understand we were up early praying or right. that we were seeking God's wisdom uh -huh. on a proposal, but the difference will show. And so basically the light starts spreading and light displaces darkness. Does that so, help? Oh, absolutely. And you know, as you talk about the impact of the seven mountains, as a coach, how do you coach them in the in these realms, standing in these spheres? That's a great question. Mm -hmm. You know, I treat coaching my entrepreneurs and uh, the clients God assigns to me, you know, brings forth. Uh, really, they've always found me. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just seems always to be a divine arrangement. And I don't start with this topic. Right. I start with who are you? Nice. How are, how did God wire you? Yeah. Where do you thrive and come alive? Mm -hmm. What are the dreams of your heart? And I just help the individual yeah. get very clear on their calling. Yeah. And then you know what happens, Marina? That calling is lived out, whether they're home with their family, yes. whether they're leading Good. their business, yeah. whether they're down at the church, mm -hmm. whether they're at the Chamber of Commerce meeting, Very or whether they're rocking it as in the C-suite offices. And so I once like that. we- C-suite offices, I like that. Good <laughs> visual too. Yeah, our vision clear, it's mm -hmm. how we express life in all these places. Right. And then I teach people to run in their power alley which is um, just living full out for God uh -huh. in your assignment. I, I love your visuals and I, I love the clarity in, in, which you which you, in which you describe that. You know, COVID has, has changed so much of what we do and how we do it, right? And so what are people searching for as they're moving forward? A lot of people have gotten lost in this world of working at home. Mm -hmm. And they're, all the parts of their lives have just blended together. Yeah. They've kind of lost themselves. 
I think people are looking for someone to help them identify their vision again and refresh it and believe in so them. Good. I like the way I love your eloquence of speech. <laughs> I like the way you said that because you know, while we're searching, if you don't have purpose, you'll search aimlessly. You you do need purpose. You do need passion. How do you keep how do you keep a person staying in that flow? That's a great question too. You know, we've all seen uh, people who have a mission statement at the company yeah. and it's on the wall and nobody pays any attention mm -hmm. to it. Nobody knows what it is. That's not a truly alive mission or vision. Right. If you if people don't know what it is mm -hmm. in the environment, then yeah. it's just a plaque on the wall. We don't want to do that personally either. And so I help people do a one page life plan with a statement of their vision uh -huh. and a tagline. Mine is to reach the many. Yeah. And it comes from Daniel eleven thirty two. It's a life verse God gave me yeah. quite some time ago. Mm -hmm. And so I, I help people keep it fresh yes. by keeping it visible and in front of them mm -hmm. and helping them see ways they're fulfilling it yeah. as they go. You know, hope deferred makes the heart sick, Absolutely. right? But a vision fulfilled is a tree of life. Mm -hmm. And so I help them see things that they are fulfilling that they can't visualize. visualize. It's hard to see yourself, mm -hmm. you know? So a coach or a trusted advisor who can come from the outside and say, yeah. Marina, you're rocking it. You're yeah. building mega women. Yes. You're doing yes. the thing, you Thank know? Thank you. I'll keep your speed up. And I believe that <laughs> to be true. You know, you have tools. You're a coach, but you have tools that you use. And one of them is, I love, I love the title, impact your sphere of influence, bringing God's presence to the workplace. Why did you write this book? I wrote this book, quite honestly, because mm -hmm. I was so sad, so grieved mm -hmm. at how many people didn't finish well. Yeah. They got mm -hmm. vision for a while. Yeah. Uh -huh. They ran it out when they were young. They ran into a problem, ran into a failed business, mm -hmm. ran into a divorce, ran into something that almost took them out. Right. And they think, well, I'm toast now. Mm -hmm. There's no way for me to make make it to the finish line. And you know, my goal, Marina, is when I get before God and, and on that day when I meet him face to face, yeah. that he would say to me, girl, you knocked on every door I had your name on. You may have knocked a few things over on mm -hmm. the way in. Yes. You may have spilled a lot of coffee, which we know this is true. <laughs> I'm very conscious of that. I don't yes. have that yes. in your living studio. <laughs> but I'm I'm going to be one who it can be said of me, God willing, yes. she went right. for it. Yeah. Well, when we help men and women understand there will be trials and tests. Yes. You will be betrayed. Yes. You will have a fire mm -hmm. and tell them what to do with it so they're not taken out when it yes. happens. Then we can mobilize them to mm -hmm. finish the course. Lovely. You know, once Lovely. we realize that God is the chief desire Diner. of our mm -hmm. lives, it's like everything else can be, uh, it, it's dialed down a little bit. And when God has us in that spot, and it often involves, quite honestly, death of a vision. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But that, when that we can process. say, God, I want you, mm -hmm. if nothing else. Like, there came a time in my life I was at that point. Yeah. I said, I don't have to write another book, give another talk, as long, Lord, as I hear, hear your heart. Lord, yes. And then it can put you anywhere. I love, I'm just flicking through your book, because I've realized I picked, you have the book, and then you have the devotional, yes. right? And just, just flicking through. I love this, this statement that you made. This transformation in my client would not have occurred had I gone with my own agenda. 
Instead, I was simply following the leading of God as my chief consultant. Just cut, just, just, hi- just highlighting what, what you said. So when your clients come in, I'm sure they come in with their own anxieties, you know, how is this going to work? You know, especially if they're leaders and a failed entrepreneur or a starting entrepreneur. What's the key that you feel? And everyone is different, but what's the key, the thread that you see that really helps them to engage to be successful? When they know they're in a safe place and they can voice their fears, Mm -hmm. they can celebrate the wins. A lot of top tier leaders don't feel free to voice their victories because Mm -hmm. it seems boastful, Boastful, but they have great victories and they don't have a place to celebrate often. Mm -hmm. So I create a safe place with each client and Mm -hmm. I don't use a cookie cutter approach. I honestly pray for God's strategy for each one. Yes. And as we roll, God does amazing things, Uh but a safe place for them to be themselves, dream their dreams, skin their knees, cry their tears, (laughs) get up again and Uh go forth in boldness. If you could have have a moment, everybody right here is a client right now that, that's that's watching. What three tips? I love asking this to my guests. I put them on the spot all the time. What three tips of all of your expertise would you say you need to do this? You need to do this. You need to do this. Talk talk to my audience. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the first thing you need to do is put a line item in your budget for professional development. People do this all the time as a doctor as a chiropractor, as a, a professional, you're, you want these people to be certified, right? Mm. And so you should treat your own career development, whatever field you're in, whether it's government, business, media, anything else, as uh, something that is worthy of a line item in your budget for you to be trained and coached. You're worth it. That's the first thing I would do. The second thing I would do is just get alone with God and get out a few of your journals and your Bible. If you have a verse that you would say, that's my life verse, mm-hmm. great. If you don't, just go open your Bible till you find one that sounds good. Write it down with your name and start asking God to show you how to fulfill your vision. Begin taking notes. Begin writing down the dreams of your heart. Be willing to dust them off and be willing to reevaluate and refresh them. God rarely has an an expiration date on a dream and never on a calling. And the third thing that I would tell you to do is write down something you can do in the next 24 hours to bump your vision forward. Now, a couple of examples. This could be that you know of a mentor in your community that you admire, and maybe you simply reach out to them and say, I'd love to help you if you have a committee assignment or a a task I could do to help you out. You don't go say, please mentor me in this begging mentality. You go say, how can I help you and get around people who are doing the kinds of things that you want to do. We do become like those we hang out with. And so you need to elevate your social circle to include those who are walking the talk and modeling what you would like to do. Those three things will get you in the water. Excellent. I might use all three of those (laughs) because uh, that's one of the things that we're launching in in our ministry right here is um, kingdom counseling. And uh, I call it just a coaching service. And we're, aiming for leaders because you know one of the things that i love about your book and i'm going to ask this question to you why do leaders need the relevance of a coach the three tips you give but why do they need that relevance that impact in their life leadership gets very lonely very quickly yeah 
because many of the people coming to you no longer are coming because they want to talk to Marina, but mm -hmm. because they're like, what can Marina do for me? Yeah. You know, what can she give me or how yeah. can she position me? Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you run into all leaders do. Everyone. And so as we deal with people, we want to be sensitive to mm -hmm. what God is doing. But at the same time, uh, for leaders who want to finish well, if you do your homework, engage in stewarding your calling, you're yeah. going to stand before God one day. Uh -huh. And I'll say, what did you do with what I put in your hand? Mm -hmm. And one of the things I like to think about when I envision that, I don't have time to envision it very often, but right when I do, <laughs> you know, a lot of other other people are not going to be standing with me mm -hmm. when I'm answering to the Lord. It's me. Yes. He's like, girl, I, I hope he says you knocked on every door yeah. I had your name on. Uh -huh. But a lot of times we're doing too much to please the people around us. Yeah. They're not going to be standing with you in that meeting. Very and, good. Uh, Very so you good. need to be ready to go one-on-one -on -one with the maker of your soul uh -huh. and Very answer good. what you did with what he gave you. I know the word is very important to you um, because that is, that's been expressed throughout, you know, the sensitivity to God. And as a leader, that is so important today mm -hmm. in all that we do. We talk about not having enough time to spend time, but when you do, how do you know that you are hearing God? That is a fascinating question. It's one we should all uh, entertain for mm -hmm. me. I always start with worship yeah. in my house. I, I see my house as a sanctuary of worship. Uh -huh. So worship and coffee help. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> just sensing the presence of the Lord. Yes. Too many times we rush in mm -hmm. with our own agenda of how we think it should be. And we're just yeah. used many times having a complaining session. Exactly. And the laundry which, list. No, no, I, call the, the, I call it the laundry <laughs> list of, of why, Lord. Yes. But, you know, God cares. Mm -hmm. He is answering prayers for me. Marina, that I have prayed for decades. Yes. And so many of the people that I've met over the years have been privileged to come alongside. They're disappointed in their 30s or at, at 25 because they haven't been to all the nations. Yeah. Not knowing God's got a calling that's going to unfold over yeah. the generations. Yes. And it's a pleasure to realize there's a long haul view. Oh, absolutely. And since God's resting presence yeah. upon his word, you take keep taking the baby steps, you know? Oh, excellent. Excellent. You heard today what passion and purpose can do. And I love, 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 love because of what God has called us here at RMM to do is that every leader needs to put in a budget. I'm going to say the word budget. Some of you don't like that word. Budget for investing in yourself, having someone to come alongside and then just nurture you into that place. Onfire.global is a movement made of men and women who understand that past plans won't work for the future. We're in a new time and a new place that requires us to fan the flames of vision to a whole new level, going all in with God like never before. So fire up your purpose, come find your people, and frame up your plans to set the world ablaze together with me at www.onfire.global.